Welcome back to the We Are Woke podcast. I'm Demetrius Brooks, and hopefully everybody having a good week. Um, just want to make sure we got us a podcast in this week. Been a rough week, like I said, college schedule, having a a, a newborn pretty much five months. She just hit five months, actually, yesterday. So Emery is growing healthy and getting active every day. So, yeah, we're just going to get right into things. Um, Start off with the quote of the day. The quote of the day is, either you run the day or the day runs you. And that's pretty much self-explanatory. I know a lot of times, like, as far as, like, when I was working during the the winter and all that stuff, you get up and you got an attitude, you get into work, and it's not going the way you want it to that end up ruining the whole day for you. So what you the main thing you have to do is you have to own your day. You can't let anybody place any negativity in your day. If they do, you gotta find a way to knock that like knock that off you and stay focused on what you want to accomplish today. Because at the end of at the end of the day, every day that you got is your your day. And you don't like I said at the end of the day you don't know when your last day is coming. So you want to spend your day the way you want, a successful way, a day that you can remember. So I might have went too deep into that. I'm tweaking, but yeah. Bars of the day. I'm going to say, what's my, uh, Gotti. I want to say the first song off his new album is uh, called Trapped. And the bars I got off there, he said, you bought yourself a Roly and a Cuban before you bought yourself a house. And to me, that's like, man, that's like, God, he be spitting that real shit. Like, he be he be preaching to people. A, a lot of rappers get on, get to making all this money. They buying all this jewelry, buying all these different cars, just wasting money. But you ain't even bought yourself something that you own. Because, like, that, that rap shit ain't going to last forever, you feel me? You might have a buzz for a year. It's, with so many different rap styles these days, you, you can have a buzz for a year and, you you'd be ain't nobody gonna remember you the next year, so invest whatever money you get. You get a couple million, buy you a couple cribs, rent them up out, do something. Get your get your family out of a bad situation if if that's the case. But yeah, Gotti be Gotti be taking your ass to church, man. That's why I really fuck with Gotti. So uh let's get into some NBA over the weekend, they had the, um, the All-Star game, and it had a new format to it. I want to say they said Chris Paul came up with the format. Ice Cube was saying he pretty much took somewhat of the idea from him or whatever. But what I, let me see here. The All-Star game, no, actually, let's start with the the dunk contest. I felt that Aaron Gordon, Aaron Gordon? Yeah, Aaron Gordon. I feel like he got robbed again. Levine made some decent dunks the first time, but with him, buddy, um, the mascot spinning around and him catching that for a windmill and jumping over his head with, under both legs, like he did some crazy shit that year. They got him out that one. But then this year, like Jones is a uh, Jones is a high flyer from Miami, but I still feel like. Gordon, it should have either been a tie or Gordon won that because he his dunks was 
better. But he said he's pretty much done with the dunk contest. He felt like he didn't got robbed twice, so he's done competing. So that that sucks. Uh, the three point contest was it, it was cool. I, I'm, who was it? somebody was in there? I felt like he should. He had no idea. He had no reason being in there. I can't even think of who that was now. But Booker did pretty good, and um, Buddy Buddy Hill, I think yeah, Buddy Hill won. He 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 got a nice shot, man. Like he is he is really um hitting them shots. So it was good to see somebody different win the three point contest. I always enjoyed that. Um so yeah, so as far as the, the all star game, the format is cool. They broke it down to like since they was doing it for a charity, they broke it down to quarter, so whoever win each quarter, that's how you, they donate the money, a hundred thousand. Then the final quarter they get three hundred thousand, but Team LeBron, I had I predicted that they would win, but I felt like they would win by at least twenty because they they had more shooters and everything. But Harden came in, Harden wasn't making, Harden wasn't making nothing. LeBron was chilling, LeBron was doing his thing, AD was doing his thing. Leonard, he started off hot, but then after that, he is this. It looked like he on him. Leonard's a, he's a good dude, but at times it's like, damn, dog, like, you ain't got no emotion or anything. Like, my man just be out there looking bored as hell, and he won the MVP of the game, the first Kobe Kobe Bryant MVP of the All-Star game. So, salute to him for that. I, I felt like the the game, fourth quarter, that's what I really look at. That's when they get competitive. They start complaining about fouls. Lowry still taking – charges and shit in the all-star game like dude he a wild dude but i think i was telling somebody the other day larry seems like that type of dude that back in like you think about like you at at the park like me back in my hometown we we went to lp out north we we go to lp but imagine y'all playing five on five you got another ass dude out here taking charges in a five on five just running back and forth five on five taking charges like who the hell gonna call that? You could call a foul, but we ain't calling no damn charges in in no damn park, man. But yeah, Larry seemed like that type of dude, but he it, it helped him out a lot. But they still end up losing the game. Team LeBron pulled it off, got the final free throw. Cause I think that, what was it, one fifty seven? It was the final that you had to have to win the game, something like that. Whatever the total is in the the final quarter, third quarter. They add twenty four, and that's that's what you got to score in in, in memory of Kobe Bryant. So we, we'll see how it go, but yeah, definitely fourth quarter was a lot, a very competitive. Uh, what else? What what would else to happen? Um, Kyrie got a shoulder shoulder um, surgery, so he's out for the year. Um, next year, now people I've seen a couple of people speak on it, saying that. They feel like Kyrie need to be traded because he's too injury prone. He's very injury prone. He gets injured pretty much every year. But he's he's definitely a baller. But I feel like with him and KD, that can be a serious dynamic duo next year. That's easy 50, 60 points walking next year. So hopefully a speedy recovery to Kyrie so he can get back out there. Um, Nets probably done for the year now. But next year should be nasty with KD and Kyrie balling. So I look forward to seeing that because I'm all about the duos, man. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, 
as far as the Lakers, we we didn't make any moves during the trade deadline. So I said it looked like we stuck with what we got. I'm okay with it. I, I still have my doubts because I f- just feel like Clippers just adding more and more when you think about it. They speaking of the Clippers, they added Reddy Jackson, the Demar Demar Demarco or Demario Carroll. So the, they they picked up two guys that could add to the bench. That's an extra twenty twenty points possibly ten apiece. Like those little tens starting to add up with them. And then the Rockets they picked up Jeff Green. Yeah, they picked him up. So another big that they can throw out there. But as far as the Lakers, yeah, we didn't get anybody. So we're going to see how we rock out. Hopefully with the whole Kobe Bryant situation, we we put our heart into it this year and go out there and get that trophy. So that's pretty much all I got for the NBA. Um, it's still looking like the the battle of L.A. in the West and in the East is looking like the Greek freak is going to take them to the promised land and to the final. So. We we see how that goes. It's past All Star break now. We get back into business tonight. There should be some games on the night with some on last night as well. Let's get into some boxing. Boxing. We got a big heavyweight fight this week. Huge heavyweight fight. To me, I feel like this fight is for the number one heavyweight since. Anthony Joshua, everybody said that he was the king of the heavyweights, but after he got clapped, after he got destroyed, he just got his belt back. Congratulations on that. But he got destroyed last year, like in an embarrassing way, beat the hell up. So I feel like out of Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder, it's going to determine who's the number one heavyweight going forward. So my prediction still stands the same. Deontay Wilder, he usually starts off slow. He's just dodging punches, throwing a couple punches out there, seeing what you're working with. And then about round seven or eight, that's when he get the head hunting for real, trying to take somebody's head off. If Tyson Fury comes in any lighter than he did, I repeat, if he comes in lighter than he did the previous fight with Deontay Wilder, he's getting knocked out early. He'll be out within four or five rounds. If he still, if Wilder can't get his timing right, it's going to, I said, it's going to go into the later rounds. But Wilder's had plenty of time to focus on that. You got a lot of people that can, you could bring in and train with the little, the nut shit that he does in the ring. Like, I wouldn't say, it's, it's showboating to me. It's like, it's it's a boring way that Tyson Fury fights. Cause he, he don't really come to fight. He just want to, he want to play around and shit. I'm, I'm all about the, the headhunters. The KOs. That's what I want to say. I want to see a knockout. So I got Wilder winning set round six or seven by KO. If um if he can't get his timing right, he's gonna be in trouble. But I I ain't lost. I won't. I ain't lost faith in Wilder yet. He's gave me no reason to. Every time I felt like he was close to losing a fight, he pulled it off by either a knockdown or a knockout, like he did with Ortiz's last couple of fights. So, big fight tomorrow night. I look forward to that. I think it's a decent undercard. But, yeah, y'all make sure y'all tune in on that. Um, as far as wrestling, 
I, I've been peeping out some of our caught NXT takeover the other night. It, it turned out that was that that turned out damn good. Like I, I like the angle they taking with the undisputed era. Undisputed era is like um, Degeneration D- X, but to me it's like I, I still can't name the tag team on what I can compare them to, but the Roderick Song dude, he reminded me of a Lex Luger type of dude. And then Adam Cole is more like a Shawn Michaels. So it's like a mix of DX and NWO somewhat. But they they did their thing. They they lost their belts actually to the um, bro, bro what's Bruiser White dude and um Pete what's his name? Pete Dunn and um What's damn? I can't even think of his name. The the bro dude Matt Riddle. So that that was a, that was a good fight. Glad to see them to win the belts. They, so they got the titles. The um, main event is really what I enjoyed. That that was a a damn good fight. But um, Garganos came out there and interfered. Fucked up the fight. Hit Champo, Champos in the the head. Tommaso Champos in the head with the belt, and Adam Cole ended up retaining. So that was a good fight. So look forward to seeing what they're going to do next. Uh, what What's coming up next? Uh, Super Showdown. It's, it's been a couple of fights announced, but the main fight I seen on there was the, the Fiend versus Goldberg. So I, I don't know what they're going to do with this. I can't see... I can't see him losing the belt already. I can't see the Fiend losing his belt that quick just to give it to Goldberg. So I feel like this is going to be that time that we actually see Goldberg get choked the shit out of. Like, you ain't never seen Goldberg get tapped out or anything. He he always lost by some suspect shit or when Brock just beat the hell out of him a couple years ago. So Super Showdown should be good. I look forward to that. It was a, a nice little turnout last year. So I look forward to seeing what that's about. Let's get into a little music. Um, we had a a tragic death. I, I can't say that I actually listened to his music yet, but his name is Pop Smoke. I, I've seen him on a lot of features over the last, I want to say, month or so. I just haven't heard any of his music but what happened with this guy was he was pretty much showing off some stuff that he'd been buying lately and he had his i guess like a card that had his his um address on it and some people came there and invaded and shot him up and stuff he was only 20 years old it's it's crazy like just because you you got this and that different cards all these kind of stuff yeah, it's okay to show it off, but at the same time, you got to understand there's people out there that don't have that and feel like you're trying to, you're trying to stunt on them. You don't know where they at in their head, so they might be out for you. So you got to, yeah, you got to be careful with the shit you post, dropping your location, letting somebody know where you stay at, where you lay your head at. That's, that's your bad news, so, but he he learned out the hard, hard way, and then I saw a video I think it's showing of him like about seven, seven, eight years ago. Some young dudes, they smacked him up at the store. 
and he walked off and then it shows recently like a year year ago maybe of him catching a couple of them same dudes that stole on him last time out and he they him and his group just beat him up beat up the dude and stuff like that so you don't know I said I don't want to speak on the dead but you don't know what angle was taking like was it somebody just seeing that address or was it somebody already knew where this man lived and just been plotting on him for a while so y'all y'all be careful y'all making all this money in the rap industry and stuff man that's what I hate about young rappers and stuff like that they need to be spending their time like on a optim I feel like with all this bread and stuff y'all investing yourself and put out a put out some pos some positivity instead of trying to embarrass people you feel like hating on you that's you wasting energy on motherfuckers that don't even really give a fuck about you so yeah man y'all just gotta be smooth with that type of shit that's going on out here rp to pop smoke um let's take a break real quick so let's get into the based on a true story today this one is about uh I would say a time in high school. I, I just got to thinking about like just the days, like how high school used to go and stuff, and thinking about like some of the dumbest, dumbest shit that I got kicked out of class for, like got in trouble for in school. And one time that really stuck out to me was with this teacher named Miss Bogart. It was one of my teachers I really ain't I ain't care much for. I was at that point in school where. I was just ready to be done with it. With certain, you know, like you get in certain classes, like science or something like that, that you just don't. You have like the the least interest in, and you just don't even want to go to that class. And Miss Bogart, like she was a she was a good lady. I know she meant well to people, but it's just that was just my teacher. That I really couldn't I, ain't, I couldn't stand at times. But I think about this time. Um, we're sitting in class and. You you know how it goes. The teacher says, "Hey, read out loud. You're gonna read a paragraph, and I'll choose the next person, or else you can pick the next person, whatever." So on this day, I, I don't know. I, I want to say like this is when Nintendo 64 was like at its at the hottest. So we were staying up all night. All our friends be over the crib. We playing Madden. We playing NBA Live. We playing all the games, Mario Kart, all this shit, all night. So the next morning, you be at class like dragging ass, exhausted, tired as hell. So this it was just one of those nights, man. I'm tired as hell. Excuse me. Get the get the class the next day, and I'm I think I heard it like fourth or fifth period, something like that. Getting class, I, I sit like all the way close to the, the back of the class somehow, and um. I just re- remember her going around calling people names to read. So I get the dozing off, and I, I'm here. I'm feeling my head like get heavy as hell, just going to the side and shit. I fuck around and doze off in the middle of class, but I can still hear her talking. Next thing you know, I hear, "Hey, um, Demetrius, could you read?" And I, I don't, I don't know what the hell made me say it, but I just woke up and said, "Man, you you saw me trying to sleep, man." And, like, everybody just bust out laughing to get the dying laughing. And she was so embarrassed that I even said some stupid shit like that. Just tell me, 
just get out, dude. Just get out the classroom. So I was just thinking about that. Like that was that was one of them days that I, I just feel like, damn, I can't. Be- I really got kicked out of class for dozing off and being mad at her, telling her that I'm trying to sleep. Like that was just. When I look back at it, it's like, damn, I was a disrespectful ass little dude coming up in high school. So yeah, that was just a a, a, a funny day for me in school because as just a lot of people that I ain't seen in high school for a while. If we had that class together, that's all they talk about. Man, you remember when you snapped the whole Miss Bogart for waking your ass up while you were asleep and trying to read and shit? So yeah, that's pretty funny to me. Um. So let's get into some TV shows. Recently, the only TV shows I've really been watching, me and my my lady been watching really, is um, All American. And um, we started that Greenleaf, as I said before. But as far as, um, so with All American, with this episode, it th- things starting to get crazy. Um, Spencer is trying to get his strength back, so he's been working out, working out hard. Um, what's what's my boy? That's the Wes Wes Welker dude. Damn, I can't think of his name. But the the he's like number eighty three or something on there. But he's he's on steroids, so he's he's been showing out. He's been showing out in practice. He's having fun. He's doing his thing. And then um, Jordan is going through it with the the young lady that said that she was pregnant with his baby, but come to find out she wasn't. But he's learning how to be a friend and be there for her. So he goes to dinner with her. He goes to dinner with her to tell the mom and dad that um, she's expecting a child. And then um, Miss Billy, Mr. Billy Baker, Coach Baker, is um, he's just trying to balance it all out. He's trying to make sure Spence is good, make sure his family's good. Because the um, their the wife is um she's 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 um what is she running for? Like she running for I, I want to say she's running for mayor or something for city council or something like that. I I can't even think about it. That's terrible. But um one of the the people that she, the people that's running against her is talking about like their marriage, how bad the marriage is, and all that stuff. So they bringing that negativity on her. So, and then um, who is that? Coop is she's pretty much running from Tyrone the whole episode. So, with all this shit going on, what all it came down to was um, them. What's what's dude that gets locked up that was looking out for Coop? He's he's locked up and he um he is pretty much putting out a hit trying to get Tyrone hit. So. Tyrone is gone. Somebody shot Tyrone. It could have been Coop because she got a. She's the one getting arrested. She she had she went and got the gun, and it was like the perfect timing. And um, yeah, I don't I don't know what, what what's gonna happen next. Either Coop did it or, but he had Tyrone touched. But Tyrone is gone. That's something they don't have to worry about now. As bad as it sounds, uh. Asher, that's his name. Asher is on steroids. So Olivia is like just told the dad that he's on steroids and stuff. That's why he's acting like that. Like he been 
pretty much about the fainting shit because he's he's all fucked up right now. So this this episode was it was a pretty good episode. Not it, it looks like now they're just gonna be trying to figure out who who killed Tyrone and how they can get everything together. But then with um something I, I would say like even with that situation is that um with as far as with the pregnancy with um the brother that that's doesn't have the baby with the um young lady they they go they go there to um tell tell the mom and dad that she's pregnant and the mom is like she just pretty much stuck up so she's up there how, how did um tell me she's pregnant and she's like well don't you think you got enough going on in your house for all this like she just ear out all his dirty laundry so it, it's fucked up but yeah, I, I enjoyed the episode. Like I said, it's just gonna come down to who killed Tyrone and what how Spence gonna react to after what he did because what he did was he went out there on that field because there was some people out there looking looking at some of the he came out to look at some of the players and Spence wanted to make sure that he was gonna be able to get recruited. So he went out there with his shoulder messed up and um tried to make a catch that usually he could catch but this catch he landed on his arm and it went numb for a little while so the coach was pretty much upset with him so Spence can't play until he's pretty much fully recovered and they thought Asher was going to be the man next but now that he's coming out with steroids it's like the team's falling apart Jordan is still the, the quarterback but I said he got to figure out something he got to get some receivers and all that stuff so I keep tuning in to All-American. It should be a good um, – I'm not sure if they come out with a new season after this, but this should be a good season finale these next couple episodes. As far as Greenleaf, now, I'm, I'm just going off of what episode me and my, uh, my lady on. So if it's any spoilers, my bad. But pretty much Greenleaf is uh, a church show with a lot of church drama like real day drama like you have the husband he's a he's a good pastor but um he's come down with um he's been diagnosed I'm I'm pretty sure he's been diagnosed with something I just yeah I'm not sure what I'm not if they came out and said it to but then the wife she has an evil past she she played um on thin line between love and hate Lynn Whit and Winfield she she perfect for this show. Um, they have the brother on there that did some crazy thing back to some younger ladies back in the days, and he's fighting that, trying to be a positive person now. They have the the son that goes to another church, and he's trying to build a church because him and his pops pretty much fell out over a affair that happened in the church so like i don't know if you watching the show you know it's a lot going on but i'm on season two if anybody's caught up on season two let me know what y'all think about it on Greenleaf. but um pretty much on this this episode that we just watched last night um Gigi, the sister is she's been going around harassing the uncle mac because she feel like he's the one that killed her her sister, or the reason why she committed suicide back in the day, because he he did something to her, or something like that. So she goes over there 
thinking that he um had his had her daughter Sophia over there, gets there, they get to arguing, they tear the house up. He ends up he's trying to choke her to kill her and she sees a broken glass, takes it right to the dude neck. Boom, the uncle did. So some of them viewing her as a hero, but the cops and stuff don't believe it. So they have they they did a little small investigation and said that she's off the hook. So she got off the hook because he is um he was a previous offender. And um yeah, they let her off the hook. So now she has to fight those demons trying to become a, a better person after pretty much just killing her damn uncle. So if y'all if y'all ain't been watching Greenleaf or if you have been, y'all start checking that show out if y'all get a chance. It's it's a good show. It's a lot of stuff going on. Like the, um, it's a couple on there that they were married. They just had a child and stuff. And this dude, he end up feeling like he likes men. So I said it's a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff going on. It's like eighty different things going on the show. But hopefully, if I get a little feedback on Greenleaf, I'll talk more about that. But that's one of the TV shows I'm watching right now. I'm trying to get all caught up with it because I think they on season four right now. So. Yeah, I'm just trying to get caught up on it, and if I say anything to spark your interest on there, maybe one of y'all check it out. So, yeah, just let me know about that. Let's get into a movie, though. So, as far as movies, me and Brandy, we saw this movie called The Best of Enemies. It's with Taraji P. Henson, and I want to say it came out last year, but yeah, it's called The Best of Enemies. What it is, is it's a it's a Klansman and a black activist lady and they're um they're on this um they're having public school issues pretty much. Um a black the black schools they had like black schools set up back then. It's based on a true story actually. And um the church caught on fire so they needed somewhere to take the black kids to go to to no the school caught on fire yeah the school caught on fire and they needed somewhere to put these black kids at to so they could still get they receive their education so what they did was they had a little a court thing going on on here or not I won't say court thing but they they're trying to get this um get them to approve it to where they can go to this school but the Klansman leader is not he's not for it. He doesn't want any black people going to school and that's where a lot of the people stood back then. They didn't want it to happen. So it's just one man on here. He puts a little group together where it's six white people and six black people on the team and they're gonna work together to see if they can come up with a final decision to where they can allow black kids and white kids to go to the same school. So during this movie, the the lady, the black activist lady, she's um Taraji P. Henson, she played like she doesn't she doesn't like white people at all on there. She feel like they didn't done too much to her. She's tired of seeing them go through this and that. So she's over it. And the Klansman he feels he's like pretty much the Klansman of the year, so He's taking up for his people, so it, it's 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 a real deep movie that I feel like a lot of people 
should sit down and see, even like as far as like with your kids, sit down and watch how things used to be and how far we've came and how far we can go like to make this world a better, a more peaceful place. So on a movie, just a, a couple of key things. His son is, um, his, um, is he, does he have Down syndrome or something like that? But he has to pay, uh, he has to pay close attention to uh, his son because, um, and he's going through it. So he, he shows he has a, a big heart for his child and stuff. And, um, the wife is not really there like that. I won't say she's ashamed, but she doesn't know how to take it. So she's not spending as much time with him. So it's like he's in it for herself at times. But the um, Taraji plays, um, she finds out that his son is like that. And she, it, it opens up a soft spot for her. So she starts helping out. And um, her and her wife become cool and stuff like that. So before they even get to that part, the um, they come to the conclusion that okay we can allow them to go to this school, these kids to go to our school, but in this school we're gonna keep um like a Klansman dressed up because that's what they believe in. So it's sitting in the hall where they got a a costume of them dressed up, and um some some of the younger black kids come down the hallway smacking the papers over and messing up. Taraji come out and fix it. And then she looks at like she was hurt because she's like, damn, like all the pain that her ancestors that went through and all that. And for them to have to go to school, have to have their kids go to school here and have to see this every day, all that hurt. She couldn't take it no more. So she told him like to take it down, take their flag down because he he said all this. He wanted the Klansmen wanted this to happen because she said that they want to be able to sing gospel music. He feels that gospel music is not for everybody. He just feels like gospel music is only for black people. So he wanted to do something for white people that's equal to that. So it's it's a lot. I don't want to give too much detail about the movie, but it's a lot of inf- uh, valid information. A lot of things that everybody can learn from that movie. Once again, the movie is called The Best of Enemies with Tara- Taraji P. Henson. So... If y'all get a chance, check out that movie. Like I said, I don't want to go too deep into the movie because I'll spoil the whole movie for you. But if y'all get a chance to check that out, hit me back with some feedback because I'm going to be talking about random movies that I I check out or with my family or whatever and um, talk about it on the podcast. So let's get into the, the We Are Woke segment. And today I would like to talk about one of my favorite hobbies that I've, I just started doing again, and that's going to the gym. So we're going to the gym. I started going to the gym. I wasn't in high school. I was probably like 150 during like senior year, but I was like bony as hell. But I started like working out early, and um, my pops and a couple of my old heads used to give me like the men's fitness book so I, I know a lot of workouts and stuff so finally um in japan is when i started lifting weights it was i had an older um sergeant at the time he was he was a bigger guy that loved going to gym as a marine like it's all about you gotta look good in your uniform so he's like man you gotta get your orange bigger and all this stuff so i started hitting the gym i haven't been as active as i wanted to I, if if I could have my way, I would be in the gym at least 
four times a week. That would give me three rest days, and I think that would be great. But right now I've, I com- made a commitment to myself that I'm going to make it to the gym at least three times a week. And I, I've made this is my third week making it at least three times a week, I want to say. So as far as the gym, this is, this is what I want people to realize about it. The gym is not for everybody, but as far as living healthy, keeping your body in shape, it's something that you should, everybody, every human should consider doing. And like I said, I made a commitment myself to make it at least three times a week. But when it comes to the gym, this is something that it's a big stress reliever. Like if you stressed out about anything, you go in the gym, throw that music on, get in your zone and you you're going to get to working out, you're going to feel good. Like after you leave out the gym, your body is going to feel good. It might hurt, but it's going to feel good knowing that you did what most people haven't did in years. So the the basic way I can do about say about this is like find you want to find key parts of your body that you don't like or that you feel like you need improvement on. So what I do is you can either do sets of like a one group or sets of a two group two body parts so lately what i've been doing is i've been doing one body part so on tuesday i did i did arms i did biceps and triceps and then the other day i did shoulders and another day i do legs and like abs or something like that but if you get into a rhythm of going to the gym, it takes about four, four to six weeks for you to see results. It takes about two, three weeks. Wait, it takes about two or three weeks for someone to see the results. And then it takes about four to six weeks for you to see the results. And that's one thing about the gym is that it motivates you. If if you see, if somebody starts saying, hey, man, your arms looking bigger, or your chest looking big, like you looking pretty swole. It gives you more motivation to stay in there. I've seen a lot of people lose a lot of weight. Me personally, I try, I try to walk around about two twenty five every year, all year. But at the beginning of the year, I always start off light. So now I'm down to two. I'm down to two ten. I probably try to get down like two hundred before the before the summer get here. But I just want to just talk about the gym is just. All you have to do is find those key parts. Like I said, if you feel like you want bigger arms, get on Google. It's um, what I look on is Simply Shredded or CuttingJack.com. On there, they have workouts. If you want to work out three times a week, four, five, six, whatever, how many times a week you want to work out, they got the routines broke down, the exercises, tells you how to do it, how many reps and how many sets you want to do. So me personally, I already know like what body part I'm gonna do the day of. So when I get there, I already have six, seven workouts. I mean, six, seven exercises I'm gonna do, um, and I'm gonna do four sets of ten or four sets of fifteen if I'm really feeling good that day. But I just want to encourage everybody to think think about your the next generation coming up. Think about. All your kids, your the people that look up to you, things you have to do like just like anything physical. If you're if you had a job that you gotta lift and throw stuff all day, you might wanna 
get a little bit more strength up under your belt so you won't tire out faster than others and stuff because you want to be active. You you have to be active. You you want to stand out at a job like that because you want to be dependent on. That that's what it comes to when you're working somewhere. But um yeah, as far as the gym, I just encourage y'all get in there, work out just an hour. Just think about it. you got 24 hours in a day. It take 1 hour to get you some results in every other day. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, whatever. However you want to do it. I encourage everybody to start hitting the gym. So um I'm like I said I'm uh, in the the next podcast and stuff. I'll just start sharing my workouts with people, letting y'all know what exercise I do, how I do them and how it's going like my weight gains and all that stuff because I feel like this year I'm I'm gonna be 33 this year. I'm guaranteeing I'm gonna have abs by the summer, and that's my goal to be able to have abs and eat ice cream all summer long. So that's what I'm gonna do. So yeah, get in the gym, people. Um, last thing I want to talk about is um, uh, let's see, let's get into a top five. Today, top five. I'm gonna go with. What are the top five shoes that you have? Like your top five shoes that you enjoy wearing. Um, me growing up, I was always a, a plain dude. I, I'm still pretty plain. I try to get different color shoes now. I, I would say Dre is more like that. He he has every color pair of shoe pretty much. Me, I'm more of a all black type of shoe type of guy. I wear all black shoes with anything. I don't give a damn. Long as my feet comfortable. That's what I'm cool with. But as far as top five shoes that I got that I enjoy wearing, I would say um, I got some low-top Pumas. They, like, all black with the 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 gum sole at the bottom. Those are they, – they pretty comfortable. I like wearing them. I got some gray and black Kobe's, the low ones, RP to Kobe. I had them for a couple of years. Them – they they pretty flat, but if I was like to get the shooting around playing basketball or something again, I would definitely wear those to hoop in. Um, I got a pair of J's, the Elevens, the red and black and eleven, the Breeds. Those are my favorite Jordans. They they run kind of tight. Cause I wear size thirteen, but yeah, I wear size thirteen, but them they fit like a damn. They feel like a almost a damn 12 or something, so I don't even wear them. I don't even wear them like that. Um, what else I got? Air Max 95s. I got a all, some all-white ones. Those comfortable, very comfortable to go to the gym and get some nice workouts in them. That's what I've been working out in is them. And um, my fifth pair, I would say, is probably my Griffies. I got I got some golden black Griffies. I like those. Then I got the the dark green, black and white Griffies. I think them my favorite pair because those the the more comfortable pair to me. So yeah, if y'all let me let me know what y'all y'all top five shoes that y'all wear during during the year. I know everybody got over five pair, but just tell me your your top five favorite pairs of shoes. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go ahead and get up out of here. I had a nice little podcast today and stuff 
today is daddy daycare. Emery's up in there sleep right now. She'll probably be getting up in a little bit. Y'all, she is getting so big. If y'all got me on Instagram, Facebook, and stuff, just look at the pictures, man. It's just crazy just seeing the little human grow so fast, and I'm, like, loving every minute of it. So, yeah, um, once again, I just want to thank everybody for tuning in. Um, if you can, follow us on Instagram at the We Are Woke Podcast on IG. Um, we are we are available on Apple. We are available on Spotify, iHeartRadio. Um, y'all keep tuning in. Leave feedback. Um, hopefully, well, I'm, I'm already claimed it, but soon, a couple months or so, we want to start doing interviews with random people that we've met along the way, stuff people are considered good friends. Just sit down interviews, letting them give us feedback live on the podcast and stuff like that. And we're going to bring that audio and the visual to y'all hopefully by this summer. So it's going to be a lot of work, but we're going to make it happen. So once again, this is the We Are Woke podcast. I'm Demetrius Brooks. Thank you for tuning in. See y'all next time.